0: hi everyone my name is miss n with my co-host savannah and we're back again for another episode of the digital look reads this is the last month of the year savannah can you believe we made it the
1: whole year we did it (laughs) i'm so proud of ourselves oh my god i think we only missed like what One month or something. I think so. Yeah, I think
0: we end this year with eleven episodes, which is wild because we were (laughs) we were
1: going as we go. We were like, I'm I'm fairly certain the first time when we like posted the first episode, we were like, "There's a ninety percent chance we're not going to record another (laughs) one." And yet here we are. We did it. We should pat ourselves on our back. Yes.
0: If you're new to this uh, podcast and you're joining us at the um at the eleventh episode, uh, this podcast is where we read books. This past year, we've been reading um a book a month, and this
1: month we're we're on our eleventh book. So, what mm-hmm. are we reading, about, Savannah? Yeah, so this past month we read uh, "Wintering: The Power of Rest and Retreat in Difficult Times" by Catherine May. I think this is a book that I recommended for us to read um, is, uh, I think it's like a nonfiction memoir, kind of self-help reflective type of book. And um, Wintering is an idea that invites us to change how we relate to our own, um, you know, uncertain times. And the author may models an active acceptance of sadness and finds nourishment in deep retreat joy and hushed beauty of winter and the encouragement and understanding life as a cyclical and not linear path. Um, And wintering is a way that we take care and repair ourselves when life knocks us down. Um, I got to about 71% of the book. How about you?
0: I got to 50% of the book.
1: And I think, is
0: this the first time that you've actually read way more in terms of a nonfiction book versus me, I think so. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh! <laughs> I would say like this book isn't that big. It's like a little bit under three hundred pages. Um, I read it digitally, and but I found it to be like kind of immersive. Like I just like the chapters felt really short, and like mm-hmm. before I knew it, like I remember like when I first sat down to read it, I was like, I hit twenty five percent, and I was like, oh. Mm -hmm. This is like it felt like it went by really quickly, whereas with other nonfiction memoir pieces, it's been a little bit harder to sit with some of the the information. Um, Oh, yeah, I'm very proud of myself for for getting so far. Congratulations.
0: (laughs) I'm so proud of you, too. Um, But I also felt the same way. I think that um, the way that it flowed, the way that she was able to uh, weave in a lot of stories about her own life, but also around this philosophy around wintering it was really interesting and it, it's so apt to do this book during winter like we're in the middle of winter right yeah. now that you start really thinking about it in that literal sense of wintering as the season but also in terms of your own personal life
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i would say like it it definitely because i mean i've seen this book around like for a few years um i think it got really popular during like the beginning of the pandemic i want to say and i mean i would say like the pandemic was like a time of wintering for everyone (laughs) i think it was like a forced wintering but i remember like seeing the book and i was like oh i really want to read this and i I was kind of like maybe wintering is best read when it's winter
0: so true so true
1: <laughs> this is a side note but did you ever see that
0: tiktok um i think it was referring to folks who have who have a- adhd like the best way to actually read a book if you have adhd is to r- to listen to music that is in the same genre as the book so that mm-hmm. your mind won't be distracted and it actually like adds to your Experience, experience of the book so i was thinking that when you were saying you know read wintering <laughs> in wintertime. winter, <time>. winter.
1: <laughs> also listen to winter songs exactly <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't know if there are strictly like any winter songs besides like christmas music like or i guess That's maybe true. yeah like i really don't
0: think so when i think of uh winter songs i think of sleigh bells for some reason
1: yeah 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 same but maybe there's i'm sure you could or you could listen to like um like soundscapes like oh yeah snow falling like you know like those things that you can like fall asleep to
0: yeah for sure
1: (laughs) okay let's get back to this book (laughs) no (laughs) shooing yeah okay um well i guess i can start off with the first question um which is like, what is your relationship to wintering?
0: Um, That's really interesting. Um, I think that, I think for me, wintering is when things kind of slow down in your life or you become really self-reflective. And we were talking about this before our recording. And sometimes when you're wintering, it's almost like, you feel well, for me, I don't know about you. But for me, it almost feels like you're, you feel stuck in one place. And you're like, you want to be somewhere else, but you're stuck here. And you're like, I don't want to be in this place. Like, I want to be somewhere else, right. But what's so beautiful, and that's what I got from the book was like, how, like, seasons change. And even if you feel like, you know, your winter feels like forever. It, it eventually moves, it eventually like passes and you're in a new season and it brings you new experiences and all that stuff, right? And so for me, I mean, I think it's taken a long time and it's still a work in progress for me. I feel like wintering is a great way to to reflect upon like yourself, to reflect upon like your values, to reflect upon like what's important to you. And there's like this really great quote that I loved in the book where the author says, "We have seasons when we flourish and seasons when the leaves fall from us, revealing our bare bones, given time they grow again and I thought that was
1: so beautiful and and inspiring. How about you mm-hmm. yeah i would I would say the same, like I don't think I think now since I've read the book, like there are probably a lot of moments I can look back on my life. It was like, oh, that was like a wintering moment or like what I was just saying like about the pandemic, right? Like, I think that's when I would say that was like a very distinct time for everybody that we all kind of collectively went through like a wintering season. Um, And I do, like, I think a lot of like the messaging in the book is like really honoring that sort of idea of like seasons and I mean it the like the thing I really enjoyed about most of the chapters is like I think she started off with like October or like September like she did it by like month and then she kind of like during like between December and January I think she had one where it was like like actually like titled winter or something like that Um, and I thought that was like really distinct to, to sort of recognize that like you know months are important, seasons are important. Um, You know, like that idea that we live, like I feel like our lives are so like linear based of like you go through school and college and you go into your career and you work until you're like 65 and then you're done but we don't think about like the movement of it all. And that's okay for us to kind of go in like cycles I was wondering if you can expand more on that, like the movement. What does that mean to you? Well, I think it's like the like literally like this, like the movement of like a like a cycle, like the changes between like winter to spring to summer to fall um, instead of it being like in a line, it's going in a circle mm. um, where we have like I get like, like similar to that quote that you said, you know, we're like like winter is like when everybody's sort of resting, but then like the summer is when you're sort of like, you're already, you've already bloomed and you're sort of like green and you're reaching towards the sun and you're sort of like growing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we experience that all at different times, but you don't really think about that until afterwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so true. I'm Mm -hmm. curious, like for you, what has helped
0: you when you've been in moments of wintering
1: oh um i think i feel like i just keep thinking about the pandemic but like that's when i really started working out and like walking
0: a Mm -hmm. lot more like
1: i really found the joy in like walking and being active again and it wasn't like being active in the way of like i'm just doing this to like lose weight it was more like I'm going on like a mental health walk because I just need to get outside (laughs) and the funny like the funny thing is is like when I was a teenager I would do that like all the time like sometimes like after school I would like come home and then it would be like maybe an hour or so until like it was time to eat and so I would go for like a short 20 minute walk like to a nearby park or something that I'd come back Mm -hmm. and I really enjoyed that. And then for some reason I stopped when I was like in college and like a young adult. Yeah. So When I started doing it again, when I was like 27, I think that's when the pandemic hit. Like that's how old I was. I, I was like, Oh my God, I miss walking. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like, that that's the thing that like helps me the most is like staying active, but like not having like it's a weird thing cuz it's like you don't want to like pressure yourself into like doing something mm-hmm. but it's like sometimes you kind of have to take oh, yourself yeah. out the door but then yeah. you feel really good afterwards and so it's like it's worth it.
0: <laughs> that is the biggest paradox ever, right? I, <laughs> I love what you said though cuz I feel like I'll, the core of it is really about taking care of yourself and really thinking about like what you need in order to to be okay. Like you might not necessarily unstuck yourself from your current situation, mm-hmm. but in this moment, what would make you feel good? Mm-hmm. And it's okay to grasp on those things, even if it's like a small thing, like going for a walk. And that's not even a small thing because it really does change your like mm. mental health, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm trying to think like if there's anything small that I do. I mean, sometimes even just like, like if I'm having like a really tough day and I'm like, oh, like I don't even want to get out of bed, but then like I get out of bed to like brush my teeth or like wash my face. Like sometimes like just doing that and like, and then going straight back to bed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like at least I feel better. I'm like, I, yeah. I did a little tiny thing. <laughs> it's those small wins, right? You need those to gain <laughs> the momentum
0: yeah yeah how about yourself i think it's similar i think i mean i struggled a lot with in terms of like self-care and stuff um but i i i I remember what my therapist said because you were saying something like sometimes you just need to force yourself and i i used to love like cooking a lot but then there was Mm -hmm. like a period of my wintering where i just like didn't have the energy to to really cook. Um, so I would just like buy like those frozen food and then I'll just heat those, right? But it wasn't, you know, I mean, that, it's all right, but it's not as good as if you cook something, right? And I remember my therapist was like telling me where she's like, you know, you, you just have, it's not like something that I'm like, I don't have energy to do that, I don't wanna do it. <laughs> and she's like, it's not something that you want. Think of it as something like a checklist because what you're trying to do is fill your cup, right? Mm. The more that you take care of yourself in these small ways, the more that you're filling yourself up um to the point that you you could get more energy because you you have more, I guess like these like happy the happy things, these, these things that make you happy um in your life, right? So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's it's a struggle for sure, especially when you're in the middle of wintering, but I think it's true what you say it's like sometimes you really just you just gotta do it and and sometimes you do forget that you know it's it's that initial struggle to actually do it but when you're actually doing it you're like oh this was really good for me I I actually feel really good about this
1: Mm -hmm, why did mm -hmm. I struggle so much to actually do it yeah that's such a it's a tough experience because it's like why are we so hard on ourselves when it's like that's when we should be our most kind. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> like if if you're like going through like a phase of like wintering, where you're like, like you're just like going through it, and then on top of it, you're just being like really tough on yourself. Like when you when like when I think about it now, I'm like, oh my god, why do I do that? But then right? when you're in it, you're, like, you're so, like, I'm so mean to myself. I know right? it's wild, yeah. yeah. But it is true where it's like when you start doing those like little things they kind of pile up and then eventually you kind of look back and you're like oh like that was like that was like sort of like the shift that mm-hmm. helped you know like when i when i start going for longer walks or like i don't like right now i just keep thinking about like after december 21st like the days are going to get longer mm-hmm. and i'm so excited for really? that like I can't wait for like, the sun to come back and stay longer. Um, That's like what I'm looking forward to because I, I'm like, not a fan of this, like, 430. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Like, the sun goes down. I know. Yeah.
0: And it's so it- it, it's funny, right? Because, I mean, where we live, that is like a constant thing year after year, but it always catches me by surprise when it's like four and it's dark and you're like,
1: (laughs) I forgot that it became this dark. (laughs) I know. Oh my God. It's, and then it's like, you know, like in the summer when it's like 9 PM at night and it's still bright outside and you're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. Like it's, it's interesting, like how, like how much it impacts you but like when you like when I was reading the book I was like, of course like of course like wintering like it is a time to like retreat into yourself and like sort of like reroute yourself like like ground yourself into like what you sort of need and you're sort of like like reconfiguring like what is going to help you when you like are in like that that spring like blossoming season and then like mm-hmm. when you're in like the summer where you're like fully active again and it's uh yeah it isn't like it's just interesting to think about it's not something that i don't think i ever really thought about until like after the pandemic mm-hmm. when i when i first kind of like came across the concept of it yeah yeah the whole pandemic was such an interesting experience where
0: everyone was wintering at the same time like forced, Mm -hmm. forced to um but that i i remember like those first like few months and whenever i would like walk out and it's like so quiet right and then like you would see one person or two and like they would try to stay like you know like to social distance social distancing but because like they also have like there's they don't see a lot of people they were very very like friendly but on like a very at a distance right and I just I found it so interesting to see where Mm -hmm. everyone still had that like you know that
1: desire to connect
0: but also still wintering in some ways
1: (laughs) yeah 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 that is true I think um I don't know if you're at that part of it i think she discusses it early on where like she's talking to her friend that um i don't know if they're finnish or if they're danish but they like they they use the sauna they're talking about like what it's like to yeah yeah and i think the author kind of touches upon the idea that like the sauna is like a communal space like it's community and so in their own way like their act of like wintering is like using the sauna you're kind of like grounding yourself by like sitting in it but then like you're also sitting in it sometimes with like other people in your community and you're all experiencing like going through the same thing Mm -hmm. and I I mean first of all I'm like I do love the idea of like going to a sauna and like jumping in some snow afterwards because I feel like that would be so refreshing Yeah. yeah 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 but also too like it's it sounds like such an experience to just be like oh like that has to be like so relaxing and like comforting in a way to like do this with other people and have that like shared experience of like we're doing this to take care of ourselves mm-hmm. well i had i had a similar
0: well it wasn't winter but well it was winter actually um i had a similar <laughs> i guess it was I, I keep forgetting i travel a lot during winter time <laughs> but I had a similar experience last year um, when I went to Japan, right? And so I've never... Was that, was it that was...
1: last year?
0: Oh, wait, sh- it's this year, this year. Earlier so, yeah, this oh, year? Got, earlier this year. Earlier this was year.
1: It, was it during the winter? It was. It was in February. <laughs> oh, my God. I
0: love traveling in the middle of winter. <laughs> um, I mean, it makes sense, Yeah. I didn't even, when I went there, I, I, I thought, because my friend who was in Tokyo was like, oh, it's 10 degrees, you don't need to bring a winter jacket. And then it was a it was like that in Tokyo. But when I went to Kyoto, the first day I was there, it started snowing and it was negative one. <laughs> I'm like, why did it follow me here? Did you have like, what,
1: what type of jacket did you have?
0: I had my, I had a fall jacket and then I had okay. another, a raincoat. So I wore both of them because I was so mm. cold. Oh, my God! yeah, <sighs> um, tough to plan very tough um but did you did you go to the sauna when you were there? So I did something I did a communal bath, and I've never done that oh, before right yeah. and it was it was such an interesting experience. Well, first off, I didn't know that I was gonna bring my towel inside the bath, and I asked this lady uh who who did not speak in English, and I was like pointing to my towel, and she's like, "No, no." <laughs> she was like you're just no town I'm like no yeah. and i'm like huh <laughs> okay so i went in and and yeah it was just like everyone like it was like um like women like women had a time to like i went to this temple i did like a temple stay and it was for overnight and there was like 10 of us that stayed in the temple um and then yeah like I think women had like like an hour or two to take their shower at night and then like the men had like one or two hours as well on another time um but I thought that was really interesting because like the whole experience like we all ate together it was like Mm -hmm. all in one dining hall and then we all I mean some people like took showers at different times but you still saw like the same people and then the next day um like I I woke up at like 5.30 because they had like a fire ceremony. And then they also had like some, I think, uh, prayers. And so just going through all of that. And it was like the same people. It was like that communal sense Mm. of like, and it was just like for one day. And it felt so, that was the most, it it felt really meditative. And just like a a total self-reflection of, you know, just being quiet and, like, I mean, there, you could get Wi-Fi, like, there was data up there, I was very surprised, but, (laughs) I mean, like, when you're up there, you, you, you kind of, like, don't want to, right, because you feel like Mm -hmm. it's, like, a a sacred space, and you kind of just want to be present in that moment, so, so, yeah, that was my experience of, like, a similar wintering self-reflection kind of thing. Mm. How about you?
1: Okay, yeah, um, I haven't I don't I haven't traveled very much. Um, And I also haven't experienced this. But um, for like, some indigenous communities, we have this thing called a sweat, which is like you go to like a sweat lodge, it's it's normally it's it's very similar to like a sauna where it's like a communal gathering, and you're served together, but it is like that, like, meditative spirit, like, you're going in with an intention to come out with like some sort of experience or learning or um just sort of like spiritual growth like you kind of want to have some sort of like transformation through it but it's really just by like sitting with yourself and like meditating and being really thoughtful and like grounding yourself in the experience is like helpful to like what you kind of come out with um I haven't experienced it but I know like people in my family have done it a few times and it's it's a, it's always sort of like that thing where you're like um yeah you you just like come out with like new knowledge about yourself. I'm I'm always been kind of like I kind of want to do that but I'm also like nervous about like the heat. So <laughs>
0: wasn't that (laughs) one of the portions of the book though of i think it was also like that sauna part right where yeah author was afraid of the heat and i think her friend was doesn't she
1: like doesn't she like end up like on like she faints right yeah 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 yeah,
0: yeah. um but then she said like her friend was just like you just have to embrace the heat
1: Mm -hmm. that's the thing i don't know i think it's like it's one of those things where you're like you have to like gradually get like I think she just kind of like did it too quickly probably yeah I think she was like I mean like in the book you kind of like especially in the beginning you see like she's kind of overwhelmed with like a lot of aspects of her life and so she's looking for like a way to fix it and like Mm. a way to like like not a quick fix but like if there's like one simple way to get it done yeah like she was like maybe doing the sauna and like really (laughs) like really forcing herself to like connect with it I think that's like that's where it caused problems and then like I think later on in the book you kind of realize like she sort of realizes that like accepting that you're in like a wintering phase in your life mm-hmm. is okay and you can't really force yourself out of it like you just kind of have to like move through it in a way and even if that movement is just like waiting mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, like literally just like Accepting that, like, a change will come, but you may not control that change or like when it will happen. Yeah. Um, and I know, like, personally, and I'm sure you probably have experiences of it too, when you are sort of like going through like a wintering phase in your life and you're just like, you're like, okay, I'm going to make, I'm going to do this very distinct thing and it's obviously going to change and end this wintering period in my life and I'm going to just like come out of it like it's like we have this idea that we can control and like when (laughs) when we can like force ourselves out of it yeah and I don't think that's the actual case like because there's been so many times like this past year where I've been like okay if I if I make this decision it's going to like make things happen faster or it's gonna like end this thing sooner yeah I'll be able to like start living my life again and it's like that's not the case I have to just wait for it to like I've literally just had to wait for it to like happen on its own yeah um, it's been like the most annoying experience, <laughs> experience ever
0: I think there was something that you had said to me I don't know if it was earlier in the year where one of the lessons that you were learning was being more flexible with what is happening in your life in terms of Um, I mean, you can probably speak more about this, but in terms of just like, you know, if you have this idea of like something happening at this date or going in a particular thing, I think you were telling me that life is like seemingly teaching you that, you know, yes, it'll happen in its own time. I was wondering if you could speak more about that. I mean, you already did, but it would be cool (laughs) if you could speak more
1: about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think... I, I, I find myself like in this like weird situation where like, this time last year, I had a very distinct idea about where I would be. And so I kept like, December 2022, I was like, okay, by December 2023, like I'm gonna be living in this area. And I'm this is how my life is going to be. And then like, like what, six months ago, I was like, I don't think I'm gonna, I don't think I'm gonna be there yet. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been interesting of like, and it, it's also kind of funny cause like coincidentally, like I've been working through like this like practice called act and therapy, which is like acceptance and like mindfulness around like anxiety. Um, and a lot of it has been like really applicable in my life just in general of like accepting where I'm at and like modeling some like compassion into my life of like that it's okay that I'm not exactly where I thought I was because there's also been like so many other things that I've experienced that I don't think like I wasn't even expecting Mm -hmm. um and so it's like finding gratitude that like okay maybe like maybe like the like the firmness of like my goal wasn't really something that I should have been looking towards but maybe it should have been like a signpost right like Mm -hmm. something that's a little bit more flexible that it's like okay to like move around for sure because i think i think the issue is that sometimes when we're like very like when we have like a very like particular idea of like where we're going to be and then we don't need it Mm -hmm. it causes so much concern and like worry and like anger in our lives um And I could feel myself, like, kind of going through that process of, like, you know, being really upset that, like, oh, this isn't working out for me, even though there were, like, so many other, like, things, like, good things, good opportunities that were happening that, like, I just couldn't appreciate. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like, now, (laughs) my therapist, I think, like, last time I saw him, he did ask me, he was, like, how are you imagining your life, like, a year from now and i was like oh <laughs> this is so hard because i don't want to get caught in that that idea of like this is where i'm gonna be and this is how i'm gonna be feeling this is like yeah. the exact job i'm gonna have or like <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like a hard like thing to experience like keeping it open but also having like having it grounded in some like uh, not realism but like some some sort of like idea of like oh well maybe I'll be doing this or I'll be like in this part of the world or, mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. yeah but it was it's interesting to like kind of like think back about like where I was a year from now and like where I'll be a year from now and stuff like yeah it's just yeah it's yeah. tough it's
0: all about being gentle with yourself right I mean you tell me that and I tell you that and <laughs> we should probably just listen to ourselves
1: <laughs> but we don't <laughs> I think it's easier when we're able to like deliver the news gently to each other. Yeah, for sure. Um cuz it's like I don't know, sometimes it's easier when somebody's just like just be gentle with yourself and you're like, "Oh, yeah. Okay." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you don't believe your own voice. You're like, "Yeah, right. Okay, whatever." <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's so difficult, right? Cuz like I don't know. It's like when you become like more self-aware, you also become like more Mm self-critical and so you're just like you're like oh I shouldn't listen to my voice like maybe maybe if I do it this way it'll be better and then it's like then your friends like be more compassionate you're like oh yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) but okay so there's like this one thing that
0: I do I I struggle with the same thing of like being very critical um but like as you know, like I I send myself future letters, right? And one thing that I did notice as I have gotten older is the letters that I have received as I have matured is less prescriptive. Cause I think like <laughs> when I was younger, it was like very like, okay, I want this, 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 this. this. Mm. And then I think when I started receiving those letters that like, I don't know, I think I started, I, I can't even remember when I started probably like in high school or whatnot. Uh-huh.
1: um and that's wild so when right oh my god I cannot I didn't even have that I, I I did not even think about like oh I'll send myself a letter 10 years from now this wasn't <laughs> it's a, it's very uh yeah, it's very interesting to receive, but
0: yeah, I think I started receiving letters like when I was in my 20s and I was like mm-hmm. receiving that those letters and I I was like, "Man, you're you're pressuring me so much." So, from that point, sending it to me now in my 30s, I started and I think I shared with you some of those letters where I was like I I started not being concrete and being like I I wherever you are right now, I know that the decisions that you made were made for a reason and I'm just proud of where you are right now because I know Mm. I can't even imagine like the road that you walked and and I know that I wrote that but whenever
1: I receive (laughs) that I'm like oh thank you so much thank you so wise I think you said that to me you were like I was so wise (laughs) you're like why am I not wise now (laughs) Why am I wise back then? <laughs> sometimes I do like, like I, I obviously like kept journals when I was like younger and I have like previously gone back and like read some of like my entries and I, I have like, and you know this, cause sometimes I'll send you things where I'm like, I had an epiphany and I'll mm-hmm. be like something that's like not inherently profound, but it's just like, oh, like my brain finally made that connection.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, so some I guess like I obviously I've done that throughout my life and so some of the things that like I just made like that I like realized or like came to the conclusion when I was younger some of them are so profound and I'm like how did you realize that yeah because it's it's almost like it's almost like I've regressed and I'm like I can't even like I forgot that I made that realization (laughs) Yeah. Five years ago, 10 years ago, right.
0: whatever. But do you feel like, because I, I wonder that too. Sometimes I'm like, how was I, like when, I was, when I'm when i reading those letters and thinking, how was I so compassionate? But I know that I wasn't super compassionate to myself, <laughs> but how was I so super compassionate to my future self? Um, mm. So I'm curious like with you, like how do you, yeah. How, how do you navigate through that?
1: Like being compassionate with yourself in the, in the present. In the present. Yeah. I mean, I think it's hard for everybody. Um, I think, so it's, it's like interesting with like my current therapy, because we're going through like a workbook and um, we're actually nearing the end of it. And so like, I think, what is it called? It's like acceptance. I think ACT is literally like acceptance, compassionate therapy. I <laughs> think <get> the tea. <laughs> that the makes sense. <laughs> and so right now we're actually like on like the compassionate part of like learning how to just like cuz there's these things like your anxiety, your fears. And a lot of times when you're like coming across them, you're sort of finding ways to like not battle them, but you're sort of finding ways to like leave them behind. Like you want to get rid of them. You're like, I don't want to be afraid of that. Or I don't want to carry, I don't want to have to carry this anxiety. Uh-huh. And so you find all these ways to like make them tiny or like make them disappear. And then like, you're kind of like, well, I'm done with that. So I I don't need to carry it anymore. Mm-hmm. But then they uh-huh. pop up uh-huh. and then you're like, oh my God, again, like, I don't want to have to deal with this, this anxious thought anymore or whatever. Yeah. um, But in like the chapter that we, we just finished, um, they sort of like have this like visual aid of like, what if instead of like fighting with this anxious thought, instead of like trying to like throw it away or like leave it or whatever, what if you just carried it alongside you? And like, what if you imagined it as like a little baby version of you Um, where like this is intrinsically like a part of yourself. And so in a way, when you throw it away, you're throwing a piece of yourself away too Uh
0: um
1: and so I think it is like finding compassion and kindness within yourself like in those moments when you if you're able to like stop for a second and then be like oh like this is me that's like when you're able to start practicing it but I mean it's it's really difficult I think like in all of like in in everyone's lives like in all of us like it's very hard to be present. Yeah. Um, I think I'm always like either living in the past or I'm like constantly thinking about the future. For
0: sure. And it's
1: very difficult to like sit and be like, like even with like recording this podcast, like we're having a very active conversation and Mm -hmm. half the time I'm like, okay, what am I, what am I going to ask next? What am I going to talk about next? For sure. And, but then it's like, when you come back to the present, you're able to like, see things so much clearly and i think that's like when you start noticing like oh i'm making myself feel bad and then you're able to be like but it's okay Mm -hmm. like it's okay that i made myself feel bad because now i'm gonna make myself feel a little bit better yeah it's and it's just like holding them in like in a neutral way yeah i think it's like that conversation
0: right that you you have to have with yourself where and I don't know whether it's like a cultural thing or something that society's kind of, it's just been normalized, but it's, it, for me, like my internal voice is immediately sometimes like very critical, but it's like, you forget that, you know, that part of you that's like hurting, like, or that you want to get rid of, it's like what you said, right? That is a part of you from, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's like from your past that, needed someone to like say it's it's gonna be okay and it's like that whole I guess concept of like self-parenting yourself to be like it's okay like I'm here right now for you and I know mm-hmm, like sometimes mm-hmm. like if you've not tried that with yourself before like it can be kind of like weird like I know when I first did that and, I'm like... and then you start being self-critical and then <laughs> you're like it's a cycle <laughs> <laughs> but it you're really like, worked that right? <laughs> Once you get through like that, like weirdness, like so- sometimes the when you're into doing yeah. it, yeah.
1: Like once you get into that moment, it it can be actually really powerful. It honestly is. I mean, like in coming back to like the idea of wintering, like sometimes when I'm like, like when I am going through like a rougher day, and I'm like, I don't want to go for a walk or like like I have a dog and his name is Makwa and it's like some not that I'm like I'm like I don't want to take care of him but sometimes I'm just like I really don't want to have to like take you out to go pee but then I'm like oh let me pretend that I'm like the parent and it's like okay we have to go out and (laughs) it's like it's like it's like a weird experience of like parenting yourself and being like like redirecting like Child, you and being like it's okay. Like let's go do this, and then yeah. afterwards you're like, okay, I'm happy I did that. Right?
0: <laughs> it's so wild. I find like the human brain, like, and oh, this is God, probably yeah. intellectualizing, but it's like it's so fascinating, right? Like how there, like, you, it needs to be taken care of. Like you need to take care
1: of it. Yeah it's it's so funny where yeah it's like okay let's go let's go brush our teeth now like (laughs) like i shouldn't have to talk to myself that way but i do and it works yeah and it's like okay like that's fine yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's yeah it's, it's interesting to think about like how we all experience this and we all kind of go through it um and it's, I don't, I don't know, like, when I was, like, I was listening to, like, a, an episode of, like, Catherine May, like, the author talk about wintering, and she was saying, like, you know, it's, it's so much about just, like, accepting where you're at, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's, like, the biggest struggle that we all have is sometimes just, like, allowing yourself to sit in it, because um, really we just want to, like, I just constantly always want to be, like, out of it i want to be in like the fun part yeah of my life
0: yeah i always say like oh i just want to fast forward this moment and just go to the the part where it's like past this
1: montage where it's where, like, all worked out yeah
0: it's like i think we were talking about this before right like sometimes i feel like life is like like we're in like that montage where they're they're building your character up and you're like i'm i don't want to do that anymore and we go to the part where it's everything's done
1: <laughs> when we're like fully leveled up yeah and- we have all the money <laughs> yeah, and we're just experiencing like all of the fun stuff now. Can yeah. we just go through that? But then like on the other hand, it's like it's in like these moments where like we struggle is where we like grow the biggest amount of gratitude because then afterwards when you're out of it, you're like, you're like, that sucked so much, but I'm so thankful it happened mm-hmm. in that way. For sure. Yeah it's hard though it's so hard sometimes it's like sometimes i wonder i'm like i'm like maybe like maybe this happened for a reason and the reason like why like i had to wait like a couple months longer or like a couple weeks longer or whatever for something to happen it's like maybe if it had happened earlier something else like wrong or worse would have happened and Mm -hmm. so i'm like in like the better version of it but yeah, I sometimes I really just want to fast forward and and be like where I envisioned myself yeah. a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> For sure.
0: Yeah. I had another question, I guess, related to this, but I'm curious if you ever, and this might be related to like that whole half class, ha, uh, half empty, half full kind of perspective. But mm. I'm curious if you ever get into a moment where you are blooming, you're in a season of bloom. And you ever feel afraid that winter
1: might be just around the corner? Oh. Um, I feel like that happens most of the time. I think I feel like I'm very like prone to like I find it hard to accept when I am in like a blossoming stage because I'm always like, oh no, something Do you recognize though that you are in a blossoming (laughs) stage sometimes sometimes like when I like when I start receiving like opportunities like sometimes I'll have like a month where I like I get three emails and they're like we want to hire you for this and that and like it's like oh like this is a an opportunity like I've had so many opportunities this is an abundance okay like this I could be blossoming right now right like this is there's a change happening but then because I'm like in that wintering phase where I'm like oh no like now I have to start thinking about X, Y, Z. And like that I'm like, oh, I have to do taxes. I'm going to have to like file. <laughs> I start like really like focusing in on like, if I do this, I'm going to have to do that. And it's just like, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. And, um, but sometimes, uh, yeah, I think like, I think maybe like, maybe it was like two years ago, I was like talking to my therapist about having like, like, a financial scarcity mindset of, like, I was just really afraid of, like, like, my finances, and just, like, because I kind of always grew up, like, poor, Um, and so, like, when I started working, like, like, having the career that I have, and, like, being financially independent, and, and all this stuff, I was always, like, oh, my God, like, what if I can't pay rent, or, like, pay my mortgage, or whatever, but it was, like, I never missed a rent payment, I never missed a mortgage payment, I never, like, ever had issues like paying my bills mm-hmm. sometimes i'd be like living like paycheck to paycheck but i was still able to like pay for things yeah but i was still like i would talk to my therapist about it and she, th- those were the questions where she was like but have you ever yeah like not been able to make rent and i'd be like well no but <laughs> stop <laughs> what asking if me it <laughs> stop asking me those tough questions <laughs> let me live in my like fears for a second (laughs) yeah but i think it's like it's that thing where like we're so prone to like you know obviously thinking about like those concerns and having to i think it's just human nature for us to be like oh like there's some like we're i'm blooming right now but what if like there's this is like what is it like there's always like that day in february where it's like like oh,
0: yeah. 10 degrees
1: out it's so sunny it's so nice and they're like this is a false winter oh yeah because it's <laughs> it's gonna snow next yeah. week because yeah. everybody's like throwing out their winter jackets <laughs> and they're like it's done they wear shorts <laughs> yeah it's done and then like the next week it snows and they're yeah. like oh like I, I that's what I think like we're just so used to like having that happen
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but it's it, it yeah I think I now when I notice it, I'm like well let's that, that's where, like, that gratitude, mm-hmm. practicing some gratitude comes in. And I, that kind of helps.
0: For sure. Yeah. I think, I think that really resonates with me because I feel like sometimes, yeah, like sometimes when we have good things happen to us, it, we're all, like, for me, like, I'm always trying to be like, okay, like something's gonna, like, a ball is gonna drop and I have to prepare for that. But what happens, and I think we've talked about this before, where it's like you're preparing for something that might not even happen. And mm-hmm. so you're robbing yourself, your present self, of just enjoying this moment and just being mm-hmm. okay. And it, I think like we need to constantly like remind ourselves that even if your your biggest fears do happen, like just look at the evidence in your life where you have been resilient and you have been able to get through it. It, it wouldn't be easy, of course, and you might feel like a lot of things, but you've gotten here you you're you're here you've survived and it's just i think it's like just reminding yourself that so that you're able to live presently i'm not saying it's the easiest because i don't do that Mm -hmm. you're like i do this all the time it's so easy guys just a snap of a (laughs) finger i don't know why you're not doing it it.
1: (laughs) oh yeah uh it's so difficult I'm sure that's why like there's there's so many books like this <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> oh my god um well I guess I like final thoughts do you have any final thoughts about the book
0: I really enjoyed it I think yeah I'm I think I'm definitely gonna try to finish it I'm listening to it um through audiobook and I think it's just yeah it's like it's a great reminder to to slow down and to realize that even when in your you're in your wintering period even if you feel like you know you don't see the sun out like it's not gonna last forever and you're gonna survive it you're gonna get through it and you you never know you might actually like learn way more than you realize that you would in this moment and I think it's just understanding that that there is and I'm not I don't want to be like talk have like toxic positivity and be like it'll be all sunshine and roses no like obviously like when you're wintering sometimes it can be really difficult but Mm -hmm. like to not lose hope because sometimes yeah like that's where the biggest growth can come from how about you Mm
1: -hmm. i agree yeah and i think it's like one of those things where like maybe we shouldn't be so scared of wintering like maybe like if it is if we do think about our lives in cycles or seasons instead of like this linear scale of like, Oh, like this bad thing is going to like completely derail my life. Like if we start thinking of it as like, it's not going to derail my life, but maybe it'll put me in a different direction and that's okay. Like maybe this direction will be better than like what I expected. Um, I think just like, yeah, like re like changing how we approach the act of wintering or like when we're like forced to winter or if we're for like sometimes we just do it ourselves where we put ourselves like into these moments where it's like okay i just need to step back and like take some time and like hibernate for a little bit um or hermit or whatever but yeah i think it's like i think this book was really just like a good reminder like it's okay to have these moments in our lives and it doesn't inherently mean that like things are wrong with us um and i really appreciated that and i think like i i think i'm gonna finish it i want like i'm interested like if she talks about spring Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think i'm past like the winter part and she's like moving more towards like what what it's like to come out of wintering and so i'm just really i'm really curious about what that looks like yeah Mm -hmm. that's awesome yeah okay Well, guys, this is our final episode of season one. I think we're going to be coming back with a season two. It'll be slightly different. I don't think we're going to do 12 books. That's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But we did do it, so kudos to us. (laughs) I am so proud of ourselves. And this was like, I think we talked about this in the first episode, like this was a pet project, um, something that we kind of always discussed. And um you know like the digital look in a sense is has always been about like our curiosity and how we sort of like explore things and like relate to to work in our field and how we sort of figure things out and so obviously like playing around and having a podcast was just really fun this past year and I can't believe it's been like a year, I know. Like we recorded our first episode like this time last I year. I
0: know it's so wild, and it was like an idea. I mean, I feel like it was an idea a year before, and then yeah. we, we weren't really serious <laughs> about it. And then I have no idea why we start. We ended up like starting it, but I I just have to say, in the spirit of like things and stuff, like Savannah, it was like such a not. This is not a goodbye or anything. It's just <laughs> this is the end. <laughs> but yeah it's been so like I know we talk I I told you this before but it's like we talk every day um obviously but the conversations that we've had in this podcast has been so interesting and so structured I didn't know what to to expect when we Mm. decided to to, I'm like (laughs) we're gonna talk for like how long are we gonna be able to talk that long and sound okay but yeah it's been so enjoyable so just thanks to you as my co-host because it's
1: been yeah it's been such an interesting year to just read all of these books yeah and the the funny thing is is i feel like this has been a really good like when i think back about all the books and i think we're gonna do like a, a recap episode mm-hmm. i think for january um and so we'll probably talk about this a little bit more but I feel like all of the books were somehow related, connected. I know, right? (laughs) Somehow keep on finding those threads. (laughs) It's so like, it's so funny to me, because I just think about like, like, what their first book that we read was like, on conversations on love. Mm -hmm. And now we're ending with like, wintering. And there's just been like, yeah, so many common themes and elements that it's just like, it was like, just really good like the best timing for all the books that we've read for sure and so i just i really yeah i really valued this year too and i appreciated like our good conversation and i think whatever season two will be will be just as fun
0: yeah for sure i I can't wait and just as you can't wait i was trying to like uh, squeezes in when you were talking about it but I couldn't find a, a good way so I'll, I'll squeeze <laughs> it in now um, just as you are looking forward to the chapter on spring then I hope the audience you, you know all of you listeners out there um, are looking forward to our next spring as we mm. open up um, the next season of the uh, I can't even pronounce our podcast this podcast I'll just end it like that <laughs>
1: <laughs> that sounds good
0: follow us on instagram and tiktok at the digital look reads and yeah like let us know your thoughts if you have any thoughts on wintering or you know anything like that just send it over to us we love
1: hearing what you have to say and if you have any books that you guys want us to talk about we're kind of opening up our list i think we're we're thinking maybe six we'll probably do six books i think so yeah um I think that's a that's a good it's well-rounded like a- number. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for listening. We appreciate you and uh we'll see you guys again soon. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.